What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome to another show, BetUS show, uh, NBA show from BetUS TV, man. We're here every single day, Monday through Friday, trying to get some cash with you guys. I'm your host, Jay Money. That's my guy, Ski Profit, and also here with us, my guy, Josh, as well, man. The the three stooges here ready to get some cash for you guys, man. Uh, the three cash stooges, my guys. But uh, Josh, how you doing, my brother? Everything cool with you over there in Australia? Everything good, my man. Everything good. Nice day in the NBA for me yesterday, so hopefully we can back it up today. Small slate, but always money to be made no matter how many games we played. Let's bounce back, man. Let's bounce back. Ski, I didn't have a good day yesterday either. Ski, a lot going on in the NBA right now, my brother, but uh, how you doing over there? Yesterday was okay. I feel like it should have been a lot better day, but um, overall, I had 18 plays. I went 10-7-1, so <laughs> I made some money, and uh, let's try to do it again today. This guy had 18 plays, man. Come on, Steve. Come on, bro. This ain't college football Saturday, man. But no, nah, hey, you went you went 271, so it's a good day. Guys, let's take a look at that record over there. Let's take a look at the record. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't on the show yesterday, so I didn't have a pick, but Ski's like he had a good day. Uh, overall on the show, we're still up. Uh, we're still up overall, my guys. So um, obviously, I always say it's a long season. I really feel like the the more pure spots really come in later in the season, but uh, we're definitely gonna definitely gonna get Get there. We're taking it slow day by day, my guys. Let's try to win the day. It's only two games on the card today. Let's try to get some cash, man. Uh, let's go over here to the first game here. We're going to the streets of Orlando, my guys, where we got the Magic. Get nine, nine and a half points at the house. This line did open up at eight. So if you like the Warriors, could have got them eight overnight. It's up to nine and a half now if you like the later wood with the Warriors here. Money line, land minus 400. It's pretty high. If you like to go with the Magic to get the outright upset, you can get back plus 320 on the money line. There over and under sitting at 226 in this game here, Josh. The Warriors are coming off uh, three straight road losses. This is their fourth straight road game here, game one, uh, game tomorrow. Do you think the Warriors have some in the tank here? Are they going to try to blow the Magic out here, or do they continue not playing any defense and the Magic may have a shot to get uh, get this win here? I'm hoping they still don't play defense, but I do still think that they'll get things together here offensively at the very least, especially with how things finished in that game against Miami where mm -hmm. final five minutes, they scored two points. That's uh, not something you'd expect from any top-tier team, especially not the Golden State Warriors who are normally uh, as clinical as anyone in the clutch when it comes to executing their sets offensively. So they, I think, absolutely come out to play tonight. It is a tough spot for them, like you said, the fourth East Coast game, and then they've got to jump on a plane and head to New Orleans for tomorrow morning. So I don't necessarily love the spot for them, but I do think that we get a reaction from this team. Uh, and they should have no trouble, I don't think, scoring the basketball here in a matchup that suits them, given Orlando's situation at the moment. You know, we've spoken about the fact that the team just has no guards right now. And mm -hmm. uh, that might actually play into their hands, though, a little bit offensively against the Warriors, where that size is going to cause Golden State some discomfort, I think. So Orlando back home after their two-game West Coast road trip, I think that they offensively have success in this matchup as well. But we see so often when these East Coast teams come back home, that first home game, defensively, things just don't look right. Their legs aren't quite there. Uh, and that, that could be the case here, which is going to absolutely obviously benefit Golden State, who, like I said, offensively, I don't think they have too much trouble scoring here. I think that backcourt trio, Clay, Steph, and Paul should basically be able to get to their spots at will, uh, really stretch the floor and cause problems for Orlando, who, uh, you know, I think they might be able to return serve for long enough in this game and hang around for a little bit. So I've played the over here, over 225 and a half, over 226, no issue there either. I make it 230. 
I think that there's uh, offensive matchups for both teams to take advantage of. Uh, the Magic in particular do a great job of getting to the line. And like I said, when they have that level of size, that's going to cause a lot of problems for the Warriors, who are bottom three in the league in free throw rate defensively. So some free points should be on offer for the Magic. I think that's obviously going to help contribute to that total as well. And I still think it's a few points shy of where it should be based on how both these teams are playing, the pace that they're playing at, and the offensive efficiency that they both should have today. Yeah, that's a good point there, man. I got Josh rocking with the over in this one, the 226. Couldn't talk you off that uh, the Warriors could go for 126 in this in this game alone if they start to get hot from three, Josh. So you made some good points. Uh, the Magic have been good as far as keeping teams from scoring in the paint. But uh, on the three-point line, I'm pretty sure that they're going to struggle here tonight with guys like Clay, Poole, uh, even Moody coming off the bench, and especially Steph Curry. Man, Chef Curry over there, Ski. How you looking at this game, my brother? Uh, how you, you like anything on the total as well? I think Josh made good points. I think, you know, there's advantages a little bit for both sides here. Um, obviously, missing all the guards for Orlando going up against Steph Curry and company um, advantage Golden State. And then the big man down low for Orlando should have success. Golden State is right now the 24th defensive rated team and 25th in rebounding percentage. So that should bode well for guys like uh, Ben Carroll and, and Carter Jr., et cetera. So it's tough for me. When I think about it, I think Orlando's been playing better defense lately, like I said, in the rebounding. So I want to take the points with them. But this is just a spot where Golden State, it's a spot where they really should get right. Um, mm-hmm. Coming off three straight row losses. Um, I know they have a game tomorrow, but I looked up row favorites in this situation. They're 18-7 and seven against the spread. So it's, it should be a Golden State or pass. I just don't feel comfortable enough. They got to show me that, you know, they're focused and they're going to play up play some defense because that's how you're going to cover these big numbers. You can't win by double digits without playing defense. So um, Golden State spot, in my opinion, and I agree with Josh's play towards the over, but I can't get there. I think if I was playing something here, window Carter rebounds is probably the look I would go with over nine and a half. Yeah, my guy Ski turning into the prop profit over there, man. Pops <laughs> over here, I like it, man. But uh, yeah, for me, I'm going with the Warriors in the first half here. I think you want to take them early here as well, coming off that loss. I know they're usually a third quarter team, but may not may actually see them take off take the foot off the gas a little bit with the game on deck tomorrow, back to back with travel as well, and that's the last game on the road trip. So I see a get right, right spot here. Um, I think the Warriors come out here early and often hidden threes, um, and I don't think that the Magic will have enough. Uh, threes like if they're trading twos for threes the magic won't have enough to keep up with the warriors offense here this is probably a game that's probably why josh is taking over here this is a game where the warriors actually may not need their defense just because they get hot from three and they're scoring so much we know that the magic won't have enough to keep up here so um i'd actually think the warriors could get over their team total that's the one i would be looking at because they could absolutely smoke these guys get to 130 points in this one don't be a bit surprised see the warriors bust out offensively in this one guys like wiggins um getting involved with no steps probably going to go for for uh, five threes and 30 points but don't be surprised if guys off the bench pool um uh, moody as well come in here hitting threes wiggins will clay should be uh going off in this one hopefully no late injury report bs here with a game tomorrow they know they can still win regardless but this is a warrior spot for me wouldn't be surprised if they covered the first quarter first half and full game in this one but i'm going official with warriors first half at halftime to smoke these guys up man i think they i think they roll them up here tonight man and get a get the uh to halftime up by 
double digits and never look back in this one. So give me the Warriors here. Bounce back spot, my guys. Bounce back, Jay. The Warriors, first half, minus the five. And Josh rocking with the over 226 there. Could not talk you off on that one, my guys. Uh, let's go over here to the next game. Only two games today on the Thursday uh, this is the national TV game here, my guys. We got the Oklahoma City Thunder here, six and one against the spread. Thunder getting six and a half points at home. Uh, the Nuggets obviously land six and a half here on the road. Money line minus two fifty for the Nuggets. You can get back plus two ten if you'd like to rock with the underdog Thunder here. Total sitting at two twenty nine here, Josh. Uh, obviously the Nuggets they don't like to play a ton of defense. The Thunder has been playing some really good defense, even though they don't necessarily have the roster to do so. How are you looking at this game, my brother? Yeah, the Thunder probably the most impressive team in the early goings of the season. Not just the ATS results, but I think if you watch them play, they are performing at a level that definitely exceeds my expectations for them this season. I think you know they they they're a team that has talent on the roster, but uh, it's impressive to see how they've put it all together in the early goings, especially defensively. Uh, like you said, they're 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 getting stops and they're they're generating turnovers. They're playing in transition. Uh, that sort of basketball is going to be effective in the regular season, especially against teams who don't show up against them, play sloppy and, you know, turn the ball over and let them play in transition. So you have an OKC team who's second in the league in turnover percentage themselves. So they're taking care of the basketball. They're not letting teams get, you know, get out on them. And their transition defense is as good as anyone in the league right now. So they're very much a team at the moment where if, if you want to play anything in a game that involves them, you have to basically play the Thunder or you don't play mm-hmm. at all because I don't think it's a team you want to be fading right now. Um, you know, not until the wheels start falling off. I know we spoke about it at the last show. These teams that who are going to suck in the long run, mm-hmm. find spots to fade them. But right now is not that time for the OKC Thunder. So I have no strong opinion on the game. I make it seven, which is basically where the market is. Uh, I make the total 228, which is basically where the market is. I wouldn't want to play an under here because Denver's offense can be as good as anyone in the NBA when it clicks and it all comes together. Uh, And, you know, they are still a team that is a bit sloppy themselves, and that'll allow OKC to leak out, get those easy buckets themselves, and can push it really towards that number. And you just look at how these two teams played last week or just over a week ago where it was, you know, almost 240 points combined. So I think that there's a potential for that to, again, come to the four, but uh, nothing I necessarily feel too strongly about. So I would slightly lean towards the over, slightly lean towards the thunder, but I'm pretty much on market for both of these. Yeah, that's a good pass for me. Yeah, that's a good point there, man. The Thunder, yeah, you said something right there, man. If the Thunder, if you play their games, just take them or you stay off the game, man. Obviously a tough one. The Nuggets aren't necessarily in midseason form, Ski, where they should be, where I could feel comfortable laying six and a half. Obviously, they're the better team. Obviously, they're the more offensive potent team. But, I mean, teams are not, not taking the Thunder serious right now. SGA is doing whatever you want. They got Giddy back last game as well. So, full squad right now here, Ski, do you, I mean, do you like the Thunder getting six and a half in this one? Or you think that the Nuggets um, can get it done here i like what both of you guys are saying um this thunder team they're starting off the year so hot because you know they're giving effort they're trying and they got a lot of young guys who are also in shape so you know when i think about defense that's nine times out of ten that's effort and that's why okc is the number six defensive rated team right now they're also number five defending the three so those things just make me nervous to bet against um you guys know I'm really big on the rest advantage. Denver does have three days to one, but it's just a team that's not playing a whole lot of defense and kind of to the same 
you know, thing that I said about the Warriors, if you're not playing defense, how can I expect you to win by multiple positions and, and you know, close to double digit spreads? So I can't get there with Denver, even with the rest advantage. I would only play OKC plus. Um, what I can get there with is Jokic. Whenever whoever OKC is playing, you have to look at the opposing team center. They're just too small. Mm-hmm. Last game, I think what um, Wendell Carter and Bobo both had 12 rebounds. But besides that, they'd be giving up like 14 plus to every single center. Jokic played them earlier in the season. He has 16 rebounds. Um, his rebound prop tonight is 12 and a half. I think you can even sell it to get some plus money. So Jokic over 12 and a half. You could sell it to 13 and a half, probably even 14 and a half, but I think 13 and a half is a safe number. <laughs> that's a good point there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, and like you said, they were on a back to back last game as well. So that's the reason why I'm looking at it. The Thunder, in theory, even as, as much as good as they've been playing, they played the Nuggets on the back to back. They had the rest advantage. The Nuggets were coming off a big game as well versus the Warriors, and they still couldn't win that game. I believe the Nuggets were up like eight points late in that one, but it ended up being like a five point game. So um, they, ended up, they only kept it within five on the road where they actually play better in the series. They like, they like playing the Nuggets tough in Denver. And then for whatever reason at the house is not necessarily the same. So be interested to see what happens here. Really be interested to see if the Nuggets care about this game, right? Because if they do care about it, you like you would be surprised if Jokic had like a triple double type of game here. He is an absolute matchup nightmare for every team in the NBA, but especially teams without a real center out there. Like Ski said with the Thunder over there. So some good looks there. My guy Ski rocking with the well, Jokic over rebounds. You could even sell some rebounds to get some uh, extra juice there, man. That's, that mm-hmm. definitely instills a lot of confidence uh, right there in the play, my guy. So Jokic, Jokic over 12 and a half rebounds for my guy Ski here. Uh, now let's get to some Q&A here, my guys. Put those questions in the chat, man, and then we're going to uh, we're gonna try to answer some up, man. Y'all put those questions in, my guys. Uh, hey, let uh, me ask you something really quick, Go Jay. ahead. Go ahead. Um, the Lakers. Benchbrook, he looks like he's he's good in that role. Like yeah. he, he was looking really good in that first half of that last game. Do you think that the Lakers maybe figured out a little bit of something, or you think that you know they still need to move him? I mean, I think they figured some out. Um, I wouldn't say just go straight to move. I mean, he, he's getting paid so much, Ski. So that's a good question. My guy, Ski, with the first question. Uh, guys, post those <laughs> questions in the chat. But Ski with the first question here, so I'll, question, I'll answer it. But um, I think that it's working. They may have found some, and he gets paid so much that no other team really wants him as well. So um, you kind of have to keep him. But, yeah, I'm glad it's worked out for him. I wouldn't be surprised if they went on a little streak here. Josh, what do you think about Ski's question? Yeah, I, I think ultimately – Basically, everyone was screaming for this to be the case from last season. And I think the most important thing is they finally have someone who can connect with Westbrook in a way that, uh, you know, helps him embrace that role a little bit more. Whereas, you know, obviously, if they tried this last season with Vogel, it would have rocked the boat entirely and things would have been messier than what they were internally. So the one thing I think, you know, with Darwin Ham is that his man management is clearly working. Uh, internally and that sometimes can be enough for an NBA team to really transform uh, and lift their floor and play closer to their ceiling I think so I wouldn't say they've necessarily figured things out but they've at least elevated themselves to be able to perform at a level that's probably closer to what the roster is capable of as opposed to bottoming out which is what they were doing in the early weeks so yeah I, I don't think they keep him long term still I think 
if anything, though, it's going to help the trade value because it's like, hey, look, right. he can be valuable in certain <laughs> situations. So, yeah, they, they might have an easier time offloading him now and actually getting something worthwhile in return, which is uh, equally positive, I think, as, as, you know, if they were to keep him and he were to perform like this long term. Yeah, that's a good point, Josh. I don't see him going to another team and coming off the bench, but um, at least it shows that he still has some tread lift on the tires there. But yeah, he's not—he's not going to any other team coming off the bench. I can tell you that right now. He'll probably go. He'll probably like, you know, I'd rather retire, man. But I just think it's always <laughs> funny seeing Westbrook out there talking stuff, man. It's just as a guy could be going, he could go over eleven, and he's still out there talking stuff, saying you can't guard me. So I love it. But a couple of questions here from my guy Mark Holmes. Uh, they basically coincide with each other. They're basically, going with what we're saying here, Ski. He's saying, um. Basically saying, can the Lakers keep it going here um, uh, tomorrow versus the Jazz? They're laying minus one versus the Jazz. One slash two versus Jazz tomorrow, Ski. Um, do you think they can keep it going and make it three wins in a row? I will say I will say yes. And it will be tough because the Jazz have been playing really good basketball. But the energy and just how the camaraderie that I'm seeing from the team right now, um, like I haven't seen rest look like that all season or in two years, you know. And um I don't know. I just feel like they're in a good spot, good light right now. Russ didn't even have a problem, and Darvin Ham didn't even have a problem benching him at the end of the game. So I just think the Lakers are, you know, finally getting their situation together, and I would think, yes, they're bet on. Hey, look, I'm sure uh, Ski loves to see this, Josh, but hey, you know how it is sometimes, man, right there when you think it's time to bet on the team, then they kind of trip you up, Josh. So you think <laughs> that we, do you think we're getting a little too ahead of ourselves after two wins with the Lakers over there? Are they officially back? Um, do you, would you trust them versus the Jazz, Josh? I would rather bet on 29 other teams than the Lakers right now. I don't care if they look better. You know, that the number does look appealing. I agree. It's probably a little bit short, but. There's not a chance in the world I will be putting my money on the Lakers anytime soon. They need to string things together, I think, yeah, in a meaningful way before we can safely say that they're trustworthy. But the one thing I will say about the Lakers is uh, that defense is good mm. and genuinely good. So, you know, right. it, it's not something that, you know, they need to prove a lot. They just need to show a little bit of consistency offensively. I, I trust that defense, which is crazy, but... You know, uh, at least if anything else, I can feel comfortable knowing that they're going to perform to a certain level at that end of the floor. So, yeah, I, I would lean that way, but I, I'm not betting it. And I won't be betting them anytime soon. Um, you know, it's still going to be a ways away, I think, before you see me putting money on the Lakers. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I would lean that way tomorrow, but it's not something I feel, feel super confident. The Jazz have a lot of young guys. They're trying to prove as well. Marketing is an absolute problem. Still got guys like Jordan Clarkson as well. Michael Con Mike Conley is trying to show that he still has at least a little bit of trade left on the tires. So um, this Jazz team, man, they're kind of they're kind of just playing harder than everyone else right now. But the Lakers did try to find some. Obviously, after losing so much, they're due to come up to at least maybe 5-5 five and five as well, man. But um, it looks like that's all the questions, my guys. Only two games today. We definitely will be back tomorrow as well. Um, now let's go let's check out these best bets real quick, man. A favorite part of the show. I'm sure the people's favorite part of the show as well, man. My guy Josh looking at the Warriors magic over 226. And that one uh, somewhat coincides with my play here because I need the Warriors first half minus the five. Go ahead and take these magic to Smack City. My guy Hakeem Prophet here uh, riding with the Nuggets. Uh, he's riding with Jokic over 12 and a half rebounds. And my guy even says you could sell it up to 13 
13, 14 rebounds. He still likes it, saying Jokic might go for 20 rebounds tonight, man, versus these small <laughs> They They're going to be doing it a little too small. Uh, what's going on here, man? That's the show today, man. I'm your host, at JMoneyIsMoney on Twitter. That's my guy, Josh, at Punt underscore school on Twitter. And that's my guy, Ski, as well, at Ski uh, Profit on Twitter, my guys. We're back tomorrow. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Hit the like button. Retweet all that good stuff. We out. Give us a follow.